A select few survivors are tasked with colonizing and repopulating a new Earth. Strong female characters drive the action in this dystopian post-apocalyptic thriller. Georgia, one of several beautiful genetic exotics, dares to break free from the tightly controlled social structures that forces women like her into a life of sexual slavery and forbids all women to bear and raise their own babies. Enter the hatchery. Chapter 17, Deduction. Unlike Mother Earth, New Earth is an egg-shaped planet, and Sector B, the colony where Georgia lives, is located on the narrow end. As a result of its shape, New Earth's rotation and orbit around its sun follows an irregular pattern. Summers only last about 20 days on Sector B. The rest of the year is stuck in a perpetual season reminiscent of the winters in the northern hemisphere of Mother Earth. The ice that covers much of the ground never fully melts, and the sky is cloaked in thick cloud cover most of the year. Summers are caused by the regular eruptions of a halo of active volcanoes that also serve as a geographic separation between Sector B and the rest of the planet. These eruptions warm the air temperature for a few days, but spew sulfur-laden fumes into the atmosphere, coloring the ice a dull yellow and irritating the eyes of the sector's inhabitants. Sulfur season is sector B slang for this brief summer season when the haze is the thickest and the air stinks of rotten eggs. Though New Earthlings wouldn't understand that comparison, birds don't exist on New Earth. Georgia made her way through the yellow haze to the reproduction center for her harvesting appointment two weeks after her pairing with Cousin Phil. She was relieved to get in the door of the RC and out of the unpleasant weather. Tiffany was waiting for her, posted at her usual perch on a tall stool behind the reception counter. It's ugly out there, Georgia remarked, pulling off her boots. Well, it won't last too long. Glad we have air filters in the building, though. Tiffany always managed to look on the bright side of every situation. Her perpetual cheerfulness was becoming a problem for Georgia. She was starting to feel guilty about manipulating a genuinely nice person and putting her at risk. Just so Georgia could attempt to fulfill her selfish and illegal desires. Franklin was very wrong when he declared that the RTs were robots. Like every other citizen of Sector B, Tiffany and her fellow RTs were fully human. They were all just conditioned to do their assigned work as they were obliged to do. Georgia removed her clothes and positioned herself on the cot. Tiffany was unusually quiet during the harvesting procedure. She normally blathered away about random subjects to distract Georgia while her uterus was being scraped with a harvesting instrument. As a result of Tiffany's silence, Georgia felt the scraping more intensely this time. 
Hmm. Tiffany finally broke her silence while examining the harvested tissue through her microscope. Looks like old Phil is shooting blanks. There's no action going on here. She put her hands on her hips and sighed. Well, that's disappointing. Georgia was worried that might be the case. Phil was the oldest and most out-of-shape sperm donor she had encountered up to this point. Combine that with the trauma his body had been through recently, it only made sense that he might be sterile. God only knew what they did to erase a person's memory during realignment. So now what? Georgia asked with a tone of practiced indifference. Tiffany shrugged her shoulders. I don't know. Maybe we'll recommend a reassignment. Gosh, that quick? Georgia was shocked and, frankly, upset by the comment. I would hope you RTs would cut the poor guy some slack since he just got here. Maybe give him another try? Tiffany raised her shoulders up to her ears, letting them drop in resignation. Yeah, I guess we should give him another go. He is a straight-up ginger, after all, though he's not exactly an ideal specimen. She giggled before noticing George's worried expression. Don't look at me like that. We'll give him another try, okay? Tiffany smiled and shook her head. Funny. I never took you for the sympathetic type. I guess you donors have feelings after all. Georgia grinned to herself at the irony of Tiffany's appraisal. So, the reproduction techs make the same assumptions about us. Franklin and Tiffany were both sadly mistaken. They were all just people, and people had feelings. Clinical cool, passive submission, unnatural cheer. They were all just practice ways to cope with their unnatural duties. Georgia was determined to stay in touch with Cousin Phil, even if it meant submitting to regular pairings with a blood relative. She was convinced he could help her somehow. She was disturbed that Tiffany and the other RTs would be so willing to dismiss a new donor like that. They must have considered him damaged goods. It could be that the leaders assigned Phil as a donor in a last-ditch effort to put him to some good use. Georgia feared that if Phil couldn't produce healthy sperm, he was toast. Georgia was happy to see Iris and the rest of her housemates back at the exotic storm. She had been staying at Franklin's place a lot lately and welcomed a break from his, well, his Franklinness. Sure, she had real feelings for him and all that, but he didn't understand her like her fellow exotics did. She could confide in them about anything. This was especially true about her roommate Iris, who had certainly proven her loyalty and trustworthiness by that stunt she pulled on Daniel. Iris was excited to see Georgia come through the door. She jumped off the couch and ran toward her like a lonely pet who had been left alone too long without attention. What's up, girl? I thought you forgot about me. She wrapped her long fingers around Georgia's neck in a chokehold, a move that was equal parts threatening and affectionate. A total Iris move. I should kill you for leaving me alone with all these boring bitches. Sorry, I had a lot going on. 
Iris pulled Georgia into their room and dive-bombed her tiny body onto the bed. Come tell me. I want to hear everything. Georgia smiled as she sat down beside her. Well, first of all, I think I found someone who can help me. He's a relative. My cousin. You met your cousin? How cool! What's his name? Phil. Phil. Iris nodded approvingly. That's a good name. Did you meet him at the Oasis or something? Georgia blushed. No, we met in the courtship lounge. Iris pushed her perfectly arched eyebrows together while dropping her little doll lips into a perfect oval of shock. Oh, no. Don't tell me. You fucked your cousin? Oh, my God. That is nasty. She broke into a barrage of high-pitched machine gun laughter that could surely be heard in the next sector. <laughs> Stop it. It's not like we had any choice in the matter, so shut up. Iris let loose a second round of shrieking ha-ha-has. No! 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 No, seriously, Iris, stop. Iris took a deep breath and fought hard to stifle a third round of laughter by putting both hands over her mouth, but the force of the next fit was hissing through her nose. <laughs> sorry, sorry, <laughs> she gasped. Her eyes were watering from the pressure of the laughter trying to force its way out of any available orifice. Actually, it wasn't that bad. He was all business. It was over and done with very quickly. The thing is, he's a double recessive genetic redhead, so I guess the RTs decided to overlook the blood relationship. Anyway, that's not the news I wanted to share with you. What? Does he have three testicles or something? What the heck? Better than that, he's from another sector. He was reassigned. Why? I don't know, but he spent time in the realignment center. Fuck. I know. He doesn't fit the donor standard either. He's in his late 40s and, well, he's different from the other donors. It makes me wonder. He had no memory of pairing in a courtship lounge or anything like that. I'm pretty sure he had a different assignment at his original sector. Maybe an RT or something higher. Iris was thinking out loud. Maybe he was a leader. I was thinking maybe an agriculture worker or a nutrient center tech, something like that. Did you notice his hands? Were they rough? Does he have a tan? No, not at all, <laughs> she chuckled. He's downright pasty, and his belly is, well, he's not in the best shape. Maybe he was a nutrient center tech. Maybe. But what could a nutrient tech possibly do to land in realignment? Overcook the bars? Doesn't make sense. George's mind was racing. Maybe Iris was on to something. Cousin Phil was soft. He didn't look like a guy who worked long shifts and his sexual prowess was limited. If Phil was a leader, and he did something against the new rules, that would definitely land him in realignment, wouldn't it? But then again, he may have just been a wayward RT. 
If he was a former reproduction tech, he might remember the procedures of the hatchery and other useful things. She thought about her time with Phil in the courtship lounge. He was clueless about being a donor, and he was so friendly and polite, not annoyingly machismo or aloof like, well, like most donors. Georgia reviewed everything that Phil did and said in her mind, including his embarrassed awkwardness during courtship. She smiled at the thought of his nervous conversation, asking her what he should do next. That's when it dawned on her. She reminded him to hit the call button when they were finished, but had she shown him where it was? Had she pointed it out to him? No, she hadn't. The call button wasn't visible from the couch, yet he went right forward on the far end of the wall next to the bathroom. If Phil used to be an RT, he might know where the call button is located without even thinking about it, without a conscious memory. Georgia thought about all the things she did on autopilot throughout her day, as though her body just knew what to do without her brain thinking about it. Georgia reasoned that all the RCs were probably built from the same design. New Earth was a society that valued uniformity and efficiency. You could probably drop any RT into any RC on New Earth and they would feel right at home. Iris, my cousin Phil doesn't remember yet, but I have reason to believe he used to be an RT. She felt sure of it, and even more sure of it, when she heard herself say it aloud.